0: This is Working the Beat. It is Thursday night, September 5th. The NFL is back. Finally. I'm Kevin tell? Coney.
1: Hi, Kern. What? How could you tell? How could I tell? Because the whole world is woken up.
0: Exactly. Pretty much. It's night one of the NFL as we tape this. It is the Bears and the uh, Packers. Um, so we'll get a it. 100th
1: into- year, that's, that's pretty... It is of your, pretty two cool. Two original teams. I was wondering why they didn't have, usually they have the Super Bowl, you know, they would have the Patriots playing somebody. Yep. I, under, I, it took me like, you know, cause I'm slow. Yep. It took me a while to get it.
0: Uh, on tonight's show, uh, it's a one episode week this week because of the Labor Day holiday. Uh, we'll have the King himself, Howard Eskin. Howard will be joining us
1: here to talk Eagles. I love Howard, but in all deference to Howard, there's Richard Petty and there's Arnold Palmer. If you want to count LeBron. Oh, you want to start that with him on LeBron? Don't go LeBron. But there's Richard Petty. Mm -hmm. There's Arnold Palmer. Kings. So, love Howard. Got to be careful. Yeah. He could be the Philly king.
0: But we're happy to have him on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Howard has been... Around a long time, and He's Howard one of those obviously.
1: icons you were talking about he is. A, a week or so ago, or whatever. And
0: we've actually lined up some icons in the next yeah. couple weeks here. I mean, one,
1: whatever and- you think about Howard, which is fine. And he invites that, which is kind of cool. It was like Howard Cosell back in the day, nationally. You know, you hated him, you loved him, some both. That's kind of Howard. Yep. And, and that's okay.
0: Uh, we will also, then after Howard, we will break down our own picks. Um, How's up- South Florida doing? <laughs> hey,
1: we're, that uh, was not good on my part. You know what? We, I went one and two last Here's week. my thought. First of all, we all have. there's always games like that. I'd rather lose that way mm-hmm. than lose by a point on, like, some play at the end that doesn't matter. At, seriously, I mean, me and Eddie Barkwitz talk about that all the time. Let me lose by 50. Just, okay, gone. You know, don't let me lose with three seconds to go on, on whatever. I don't need that.
0: I did not think, with the exception of obviously the the, the biggest game, which was Oregon and um, Oregon and Auburn. Pack twelve was, choked. Yeah, bad, bad,
1: bad job at the Pack twelve. They won't get in the, They won't get in the playoffs again. Nope. It's already decided on week one. It's unbelievable. Um, um, if Utah ran the table, maybe they would have a a shot. Depending upon, you know, if they're sitting there thirteen and zero, and Oklahoma's got a loss, or Texas has a loss, and and the Big Ten team has a loss, and you know they they could get in, yep. but but they got they got to go thirteen and zero, and then hope that you know some things happen.
0: Uh And so we'll give our picks three from the college football ranks for the weekend. I went one and two. What did you go last week?
1: Two and one. Notre Dame was my loser. That was close though. That, that was close. Doesn't matter. and You can't call the bookie and say you went. Close. Hey, I was close. I, I threw out that Kansas. Yeah, and I threw out um Cincy. Yeah, because art
0: uh, Ohio State was the other one that kind of hurt yeah. because yeah. Ohio State looked like well, this they were week. I got a run. lot of
1: bounce back, like teams that were in the fraud five last week. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I may be on them this week. We'll see. And before we get real quick, do we have time? Before we get to Howard, think about the excitement level in this town right now. Right. I took in, on betters insider where I do my picks every week and hope you guys go to betters insider and hopefully. We give you some good info, not just me, but other people. The Eagles are nine and a half. That's the over under on the Eagles. Now, you have to lay almost two to one. I get it. It's a big number. Right. If the Eagles don't win 10 games, mm-hmm. and they may not, Wentz could get hurt in week four. It happens. But I t- I'm t- if the Eagles don't win not 10 games or more, 10 might not even be enough. Right. But think about this town. Yeah. Like, I mean, and look, it's a division game Sunday. They shouldn't lose, but things you know, things, things happen. happen, and
0: divisional games. We'll talk about the Eagles and we'll give our Eagle season pick at the end here too. So, but let's kick it off with the King. It's Howard Eskin joining us here on Working the Beat, and joining us now the legend himself from Sports Radio ninety four WIP. He'll be on the sidelines all season long as part of the Eagles radio broadcast with. Meryl Reese and Mike quick. It's Howard Eskin genius. How
2: are you? Another day in paradise for me. I mean, how, <laughs> how much better could it get? We finally, finally start football season for real on Sunday. Cause there's no other sport that we really care about right now in Philadelphia.
0: Uh, that's a little dig at Gabe Kapler right away. I like it. You know,
2: is that is that a dig? Uh, I just, is, are they still playing?
0: Well, <laughs> for about another two weeks officially, but no, not really. So, um, <laughs> All right, so let let's start with the Eagles conversation. I may get your thoughts on Kapler, Dan, because I heard you with Joe Gillio the night when I was out in the car. Um, let me start with, you know, you've been around a long time, and there's been a lot of Eagle seasons that have come with high expectations and everything, but this feels like it's the highest in expectations that the Eagles have ever had going into a season. Would you agree? Uh, e- um, you know, I don't
2: know it's the highest, but it's. It's either 1 or 1A, and the highest was a mistake. When that dope uh, Vince Young called the Eagles the dream team, when they got all those players, the expectations were really, really high. And it's sometimes it's a problem when they're that high. Now it's understood. The Eagles have won a Super Bowl. They're still a really good team. So I would say it would inch out uh, that team. Uh,
1: How about 204, Howard, when they got them? Um... T.O. T.O. And they'd been to like, you know, two straight title games and lost. Three straight title games and lost. Things were pretty high that year, too, weren't they?
2: Yeah, that was, that was pretty big. They're, they're, those are probably the top three. Two of them for the right reasons, this one and 2004. And then the other one for the wrong reason. But, yeah, the, the, the problem, and I don't know if it's a problem, the issue when it comes to the Eagles and the expectations is it's football. So people always expect the ultimate. You know, they'll whine and complain, uh, like you guys whine and complain, and everybody whines and complains. But the reality is the expectations are always good. Now, some years they're obviously uh, very good for, for really good reasons. Uh, this year is one of them because you're coming off a team which, you know, the media puts words in the mouth of the coach, and they always want to know, Is this the most talent you've ever had? Well, it's a talented team. They're never going to say it's the most talent because in reality, the team that won the Super Bowl had five really major injuries and they still won a Super Bowl. So sometimes it doesn't always come down to the best talent. It comes down to the best team. And that team uh, that won the Super Bowl had the best chemistry of any team I've ever covered for the Eagles. And that's a big part of it. That's why... Well, the Raiders weren't going to win anyway. But that that loser, that dope, that nitwit, Antonio Brown. What, what a dope! Cut his ass now. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it, it's it's ridiculous. You can't win with players like that.
1: You've done, why, why do you think the, Steel, the Steelers get rid of him? Mayock picks him up, and I understand you're Oakland. You got to maybe do something like. But I mean, it's just it's a total disaster. It's like before you've even played.
2: <laughs> I know. I, from what I understand, they can get rid of him without paying him a penny. Which be the right thing to do? Absolutely, get rid of them. Yeah, they're, they're trying to. They were trying to sign a lot of players to sell tickets for their new stadium in Las Vegas, and I get it. But that was the wrong guy to give that kind of money. That was the wrong guy. But, but in the case of the Eagles, they had the right guys. I don't know. I'm trying to think of this team. I don't think they have meat players on this team. And that's important. You can't have me players because you can't win with me players. Howard, is Here that
0: is that even different than last year? I mean, Michael Bennett was a great player, but Michael Bennett had a little bit of a me player attitude to him. I mean,
2: wh- I'll tell you what—he kind of meshed with the team. Now he played for himself, and the players ultimately knew that. But he did play for himself. He played for hurries. He played for sacks. He was terrible against the run, terrible, mm-hmm. uh, because he just wanted to build up his numbers knowing he was going to ask for another contract. But he didn't affect the players the players themselves in the locker room. From what the players told me, he was really good with them. He was good around them. Um, but he played, played for himself, but he didn't affect the players. Some players, like T.O., played for themselves and it affected the players. Uh, and Antonio Brown obviously plays for himself and it will affect the players. Mike Mayock, I got to give him credit. I didn't think he had the balls to be able to, 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 to just tell him no more and then to fine him. That's the best thing that ever happened. I just, somebody's got to stand up to some of these guys, but you usually don't do that. Uh, but the Eagles haven't had that I can think of in the last, at least the last you know three to five years, a bunch of me guys. You can't win with me guys. It, yeah. it doesn't work. How it you, know, work.
1: you know what I think is interesting. They are a good team, and I'm usually the guy. I'm I'm the. I try to be cautious with everything, you know, th- not to get carried away. But I see them kind of like laying. They're about the fourth favorite in the NFC. I think the Rams and the Saints, maybe the Bears are about even with them because the Bears draw heavy. The that Bears draw interest. heavy. But I just see them as as like kind of laying in the weeds a little. They're not the favorite. Um, nobody's repeated in this division. I know Dallas isn't bad, but nobody's repeated in this division for like fifteen years. I just see everything kind of, like last year it just seemed like there was a lot of pre yeah, you know, the Super Bowl hangover, all that kind of stuff. I just think this year it's really kind of set up for them to have and I don't know if that means they're going to the Super Bowl or win, or any of that, but just to have a really good year.
2: Uh, I I agree with that, and I agree with that. And uh, you know injuries are always a big part sure. of every team. But I think they're better than the Rams. The Rams that Super Bowl loser doesn't have a good year most of the time. You're right, he doesn't have as yep. good a year the next year, uh, and uh, the Chicago Bears just don't score enough points. I know they they had a great defense, but they lost their defensive coordinator. Fanzio went to Denver Broncos. Right, so that that might change. What do you their think of the Saints? Yeah, uh, and well, the thing with I don't like Trubisky for the Bears. Okay, so I, I think probably behind new Orleans uh I think in the NFC the Eagles would be the second favorite that's not to say there aren't other good teams I don't know what Green Bay is going to be like I don't know what Minnesota is going to be like and I think they're both going to be good but I think they're both going to be better I think they're both going to be better than the Bears and I like I like the head coach of the Bears I know him well but I just don't like his quarterback and he'll probably get the most out of him, but I don't know that he'll get enough out of him, and that's the problem. But the Eagles are, because of the division they're in, I think the Cowboys, in some way, shape, or form, will find a way to implode. They will. And uh, uh, Dak Prescott, I think, is a little above average quarterback. A lot of people don't agree. I think he's a one-year wonder. Uh, his numbers aren't really that good because they say, well, he can run the ball. You're not going to win ultimately win the big prize running the football. You've got to score points, and you can't score enough running the football. So you can have you can have Zeke Elliott all day long. Jerry Jones, the only thing that I've heard him say for years where he's right, teams that win the Super Bowl don't necessarily have the best running, well, don't have the best running back. You don't win because of the running back. There's so many other factors, and it really is the quarterback. That's where they have a problem. And I think they're going to have a problem because uh, Dak Prescott Still wants ridiculous money, and he's not—he's not even close to good enough to be the highest-paid quarterback. Not even close. So I think they're going to have a problem. Uh, the Giants, as long as Sheila Manning is the is the quarterback, they got no shot, no shot. Uh, and the Washington Redskins are going to suck like they like they sucked for years. So the Eagles have an advantage by being in this division, which kind of helps because. Uh, Minnesota, Green Bay, um, and Chicago, they're going to be fighting out among themselves, and I think I can see them all splitting with each other. And uh, the West, uh, outside of, uh, I guess, Seattle and San Francisco. Um, and the North Rams. East San Francisco yeah. is going to step up. Yeah. You know, and I forgot about Atlanta and the other division. But uh, Tampa's got no shot because their schedule kills them. They right. play seven straight weeks without playing at home. It's a joke, but they did that. Yeah, because they have a home game in London. Right. But that's not that's not at home. Uh, so, and then they play on the road before that, London, bye week, on the road after that. They really got a raw end of the deal. But their quarterback sucks too. Jameis Winston's just not even close to good enough.
0: Howard Eskin joins us here on Working the Beat. Howard, when you look at Carson Wentz, and I know you're at practice every day, um, is he different at all this year coming in?
2: Uh, Not from what I've seen in practice, I mean, he's, he's in good shape, but, uh, he really hasn't lost that much weight. He may have lost a few pounds. He's just kind of toned it up because he rehabbed so hard Mm -hmm. that he worked out so hard. So he really looks like he's in great shape. Not that he wasn't in great shape before. Uh, it really comes down to decision-making, you know, everybody worries about him getting hurt or anybody can get hurt, but the doctors don't think the injuries he had will reoccur. But uh, I think he's in good shape, and I, I think he's smart enough to really make good decisions. I, I just, I, he's one of the, in the NFC, I'm trying to think uh, if he's not one of the five best quarterbacks. You got Aaron Rodgers, you got Drew Brees. Uh, I guess right now you have Russell Wilson, but I think there'll be a point where Wentz will be better, but mm-hmm. it might take a couple of years. You have Russell Wilson, and who am I missing? Matt Ryan? Uh, what's that? Matt, Matt Ryan? Ryan. No, you know, Matt Ryan, I like Matt. I mean, yeah. Matt's a friend. But, uh, Matt, other than that one year, I just don't know. It's just something that's just not there. He's solid. But I think Carson Wentz, uh, you could say Matt Ryan's better because he has a history. right? Uh, but I think Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Matt Ryan.
0: Do you think that Wentz feels the pressure? Because, look, what they've done the last couple of years in the playoffs has been with Foles, Nick Foles under, under center.
2: I mean... Well, anytime you step on a football field, you feel pressure. So I don't think, once you start playing, you don't even think about it. you got to start playing. Now, would he be nervous going into a game? Probably is every game. But once you start playing, you're pretty good. And maybe if Nick Foles has taught him anything, he's taught him how to relax. That's the one thing I loved about Nick Foles, watching how, how relaxed he was on the sidelines, whether it was a good series, a bad series, turnover, no turnover, he was always kept, and even Keelan was always relaxed. So if there's anything that Nick Foles taught Carson, it was how to relax.
1: Howard, do you think we can see something, and he's he's still young, I mean, he's only in his fourth year, close to what he was two years ago for those first 13 games when he probably would have been the MVP had he not got hurt. Um, and I don't expect maybe to see that, but do you think we'll see something close to that?
2: I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a special – I thought he was the MVP even though he did get hurt.
1: Okay. Because his
2: numbers were still yeah. – nobody – no quarterback beat his numbers that year, uh, even though he missed three games uh, or three games and a quarter, basically. No, I, I just uh, – I see no reason why he can't be that good. Now, a lot of things fell into place, but they have uh, they have really good offensive players. They have better wide receivers. Instead of one tight end, they've got two tight ends. Trey Burton was nice, but Dallas Goddard is going to be better than Trey Burton. Yeah, uh, no, so I, I uh, I'm trying to think. And the running backs, uh, they like they really like Sanders. Uh, I, I just think um, I think he's going to do a nice job. Howard uh, has is the third leading rusher in the NFL over the last three years. So those are the three years he had with Chicago. So he's good too. So I, I just the offensive line's intact; they're all going to be healthy. Well, they're all healthy now, you know. Right. Yeah, you, you, you hope they stay healthy during the season. So they they're going to score some. I think they're going to and Deshaun Jackson obviously adds a lot. I haven't mentioned it because it was it's the obvious. Uh, they're going to be good with Deshaun Jackson too.
0: Aside from aside from the obvious, which is injuries, what's your biggest concern
2: on the team? Yeah. I worry about the secondary is young and old at the same time. The safeties, I mean, you got McLeod coming back from an injury. Malcolm Jenkins plays hard, but he's lost some speed. That's why they play him pretty much up in the box a lot of times. Uh, but I think their pass rush is going to be better. So it's going to help the secondary, but I would say the secondary because you don't know about the young players and you don't know about the safeties. Uh, totally about the safeties and that would be my you know other than the obvious of injuries yeah you, know, you just hope there's no injuries but no it's just uh no i i mean they, every team's going to have a weakness but uh as long as they have a pass rush the secondary won't be that problem
1: so, so all things being equal are we playing into late january at least
2: i think so you got to to get to a super bowl you've got to have home games that's right. number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we saw if the Eagles didn't play two home games, the fact that they got to buy and play two home games is really the one of the biggest reasons they got to the Super Bowl. So you've gotta, you'd have got you like to have a bye week. Uh, you definitely want to have a home game. you got to have at least one home game. So if that happens, if they don't have a bye week but they still play at home other than the last game, uh, then um, I think they got a really good chance to play deep into uh, – into January.
1: Yeah. And that's all he, that's a, have a, a, hey, you, that's a, you a chance to go to the
2: Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. And, and you know what, if we're sitting here the third week in January and they're playing life is good. I mean, you know, and then after that, it's whatever it is.
0: Uh, let me, let me flip on to a team that will not be playing in October real quick. Um, you
1: don't know that for sure.
0: Uh, I heard you today about Gabe Kapler and you talked about the fact that you felt that a change may have to come at this point.
2: And- yeah, I didn't think there would be a change. Uh, and I don't think it's really a lot of his fault uh, because the players have to play uh, and they've got to produce. But I think some of his philosophies have gotten stale and some of the way he plays the game has gotten stale. And I think you might need a fresh outlook next year. And again, I'm not blaming him, but you know somebody's got to take the fall. The hitting coach took the fall, and that's a joke because Charlie Manuel did nothing. I mean, what did did he do? Nothing. Hey, hey, have fun, guy. Have fun. That's what he tells him. Have fun. Yeah, give me a break. I saw there was a story in the, uh, uh, I guess, whatever it is, the Daily News or the Inquirer. It's all the same now anyway. Uh, How Charlie changed um, Hoskins. Give me a break. Hoskins, I remember standing there when he said, you know, a hitting coach doesn't make any difference to me. I know what I have to do. Uh, So it, it doesn't. You know, the other hitting coach was there last year when Hoskins, you know, hit well. So that's just a bunch of nonsense. But somebody, sometimes you got to make change for the sake of change. It's unfortunate, but that's what sports is. And I don't. I believe managers really lose games. They don't win games. And I think Gabe Kapler. Uh, I can think of four times where he's lost games, and that's not good. Uh, it's it just. You know, he makes this stupid statement. I was playing for the one-run homer. Why yeah. so didn't double switch? Well, then why not play for one run during the game? You know, with Sunny, with the pitcher that Cincinnati had, Sunny Gray, mm-hmm. you're not going to score a lot of runs. So play for a run here and there. Won't do it. It's always about the home run.
0: You've known sometimes
2: J- you got you got to take a different approach depending on what the situations are. He doesn't do that. But again, he can only lose games. But the players not hitting. You know what was it? Um, The first game, the third game of the series when they lost, I think they were four for 29, one through eight in the lineup. That's a joke. And then, you know, today they had uh, struggles with Harper and Hoskins. You can't just depend on the home run to win a game. you got to find other ways to win a game. And He depends too much on that and the nonsense that he he rolls out there. I know it's a lot of hocus pocus.
1: Oh, it's the Um, analytics. That's what baseball is now. Baseball is you either strike out or you hit it out, and, and it seems like well, almost walks, every team.
2: Out or home run, yeah, it seems walks, like almost
1: every team home. plays like that. It's not just the Phils. we just see it every day because we're watching the them. Boring.
2: Yeah, the game has turned into a boring game, and you know. But sometimes you got to play. You got to play to grind it out, and the Phillies don't play to grind. Just his his comment on why he didn't double switch to play for the one run homer. Tell me how many times in the history of baseball <laughs> has a pinch hitter. Hit a pinch hit home run two games in a row.
0: Dell answers the. I heard you say that Del answers the only one that came to mind immediately.
2: Yeah. Okay. It's very rare, right? Yeah. Very rare. So now he hit one. He hit one yesterday. He hit one yesterday. Logan Morrison. In the series. Right. And that now he's. You expect him to do it again? How many times has that happened? And um, it's stupid.
0: Just stupid. You've known John Middleton for a long time, correct? Yep.
2: Yes, I have. Hey.
0: I can't see him being patient. You know, look, everybody talks about uh, you know, Kapler and Clentac and McPhail, and obviously McPhail and Clentac got their extensions before the season. I can't see John Middleton being super patient here.
2: You know, I, no, he I, I think he's I think John Middleton's the reason they fired the hitting coach. Okay. And Charlie Manuel is the only guy hanging around. I'll just throw him in and you just change for the sake of change that it's really going to change what the hitters do. But it, it kind of wakes guys up. Hey, listen, you know, something's got to happen here. So it did for a few games, and then it went right back to the way it was. Uh, I think Johnny Alvarez, I don't know this for a fact, uh, I think he was fired. And I think uh, John Middleton got sick and tired of a farm system that's not as good as three of the other teams in the division and may not be as good as Miami either. They're not as good, their system, the young players, not as good as Washington, Atlanta, or the Mets. And I think he got tired of that. And Johnny Amarez is living on borrowed time anyway. I mean, just, they don't have any stars to come out of their system. They might have some nice players. I mean, Kingery can be a star someday. If that's the only guy you've got.
0: And you're playing him out of position. I think
2: John Middleton, I think he lost patience with the system. And that's why that happened. Uh, You know, they say, well, he stepped down. He stepped on my ass. He stepped down. He got fired. Uh, So, uh, but I think Klintak, and McPhail probably have one more year uh, next year. But if it doesn't get done next year, I think you're going to see some – John Middleton, I mean, he said it when he fired uh, Ruben Amaro. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, you got to show results. And if you don't show results, then changes have to be made. How-
1: Howard, when you uh, say get it done next year, what what does that mean? Make the playoffs?
2: Yeah, well, they have to make the playoffs next year. Okay. They have to make But, I mean, that would be
1: good – like, if they got in as a second wild card next year – and lost a game or won a game. and lo- That would be okay, though. I mean,
2: by- no, I, I think they have to go deeper than that. Oh, okay. I, I oh, think man. they have to get into a regular. This wild card is nonsense. It's so foolish. It's such a waste of time. It's a joke. It's a contrived playoff. Uh, and I don't know that the teams are going to be as mediocre, the wild card teams, next year anyway. I think they've got to get into a legitimate uh, best of seven, uh, best of series. Okay. Uh, they've got to get into at least one to have. Success and show that they're on the uptick. Uh, otherwise, I think Clintack and McPhail are in trouble.
0: Howard, you've done this for a long time, uh, going back. Your WWDB stuff was in the 1970s, correct? Early 1970s?
2: Uh, no, 79 uh, is when I started at WWDB.
0: Okay, and you were you were doing stuff long before that.
2: What what is it yeah, about? I was uh, I was a sports reporter on what was WCAU radio, right? um I worked in New York before that but not not on the air. You were vague, you
1: were Vegas course. Vic working with some little midget clerk at one point. What's that? You were Vegas Vic working with a little midget clerk starting out at the Daily News.
2: Yeah, that's right. A dopey <laughs> a dopey clerk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what keeps you what keeps
2: you excited
0: about doing this?
2: What gets me excited about? What?
0: Doing this. Doing this job. Doing
2: uh, uh, um it's fun. There's a uh, uh, you get a rush every once in a while when you're around something that's, uh, that's exciting. Uh, I've always, and talk radio is not like that anymore, I've tried to break stories, uh, and that's a sense of accomplishment, while doing what we do on the radio, inform and entertain is what I try to do. I don't know if it's the same philosophy, but the world's changed, and that just like things change, that's really changed. But I always took a sense of pride in uh, in breaking stories. And I think I've probably broken more than anybody else cover. Now they're doing it longer than anybody else. But, you know, that's for other people, I guess, to, to take account. I'm not going to try to figure, it, you know, what the count is. But that's a sense of accomplishment. So as long as I still enjoy doing it, um, enjoy being around it, uh, it's not fun watching baseball a lot of times anymore because you <laughs> sit there. Mike Schmidt made a comment. It was funny. He made a comment after last Saturday's game, and they go to him in the booth. And they say, "Your observations." Well, the game took four hours. <laughs> like yeah. the first observation. Yeah, and the Phillies scored three runs, and it took four hours. Well, it wasn't that it? Wasn't that nice? And that's part of the problem with the game. It's just the game's just not. And it's unfortunate because I loved baseball. Uh, I still, I love what it was. I don't love what it's become. Uh, And that was fun. Well, of course you had, I was lucky enough to have, I still think the 80 team was the best team in the history, in their history in my lifetime. I think that was the best team. You had more Hall of Famers on that team. I count Pete Rose as a Hall of Famer, even though I'll never make it. Right. I think Bob Boone should have been in the Hall of Fame. I think Larry Boas should have been in the Hall of Fame. But, you you know, you look at the guys, you look at Schmidt, uh, you look at Carlton, you look at the players on that team. That was a fun team. It was a great team. And they didn't care, but they didn't worry. There was no social media. You didn't worry about you, – if you fought with the media, you did it openly. You didn't do it behind their back. Uh, so, in the 2018, that was exciting, but it was different. Um, it was different. But – you had some, and that's when they played baseball the right way. Now they don't play baseball the right way, and it's just, just not the same. So that's why, it can, for me, it's not as exciting. Uh, and when guys hit home runs back then, other than the guys using steroids, it really meant something. Now, between the baseball being hard as a rock, like a golf ball, mm-hmm. bats being pressed harder, and they're harder, the pitching uh, sucks, the ballparks are small i mean cincinnati is is smaller than than citizens bank park that's a joke that's a joke so when when you have all these guys hitting 40 plus home runs there's just something there's just something not right uh, about the game um and it's not home runs sometimes aren't as exciting if you if it's not a game-winning home run because everybody does it now everybody gets home runs even the yeah, you know, the pitcher the other night hit a home run. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's a joke, but it's the, the game. Baseball is not as much fun, but you know, I still enjoy going to the games. I still enjoy the sports. Uh, I still enjoy talking about it. I don't enjoy the prima donnas. I don't enjoy the Ben Simmons, uh, can't shoot a jump shot. I think that's a disgrace. And for people to think that they're going to the, the NBA finals with a point guard that can't shoot a jump shot is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Uh, but, but nonetheless, you get to, to watch it and see it and cover it. The coach is a, is a terrific guy. I don't know how good a coach he is. We'll find out this year. Uh, they, they've only won one two playoff series since he's been the coach. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's not a good, I don't care what happened and why it happened. He's only won two playoff series. So, uh, but it, it's fun to watch the flyers yeah, the flyers will get a little bit better. They need, they gotta identify. Do they really have a goaltender? And we'll find that out. Yep.
0: Howard Eskin, the uh, the king. Uh, Howard, thank you very much for doing this. Enjoy football season. I know you will, and uh, we'll hope to talk to you soon.
1: We'll be listening, okay. pal. Uh, same here. See you, Nitwits later. See, see you,
0: Howard Eskin.
1: <laughs> I'm proud. And that team almost didn't win it. I mean, they came very close to not winning it. They had a fight. There was a there was a big thing about a week before the end of the season. Larry Boa called the fans out, yeah, called them out, mm-hmm. and um, they were losing the Houston series. You know, two to one, and 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 all that. And and the team actually the next year was better. If there were, hadn't been a strike, they 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 were the best team in baseball the next year. Mm-hmm. But I still think that the eighty three Sixers, um, now with Bobby Jones going into the Hall of Fame have, tonight, have, as have we talked four four Hall of Famers, and you can make the argument here, but okay, Bobby Jones. Andrew Tony was a Hall of Famer on him. his way. If his foot had not broken down on him, mm-hmm. Andrew Tony was a Hall of Famer. So I guess you can say all five starters. Although Bobby Jones came off the bench, technically he was he was a starter. But Mark you know, Ivoroni was the right. starter. He was the finisher. Yes. And um, you have five. You know, you're talking like now Celtics back in the '60s, maybe the Lakers. In the 80s, I'm not even sure if they had this, the Celtics in the 80s. I think maybe they had four or five guys who made the Hall of Fame. But that's, yeah, the 80 the '80 team was, because um, they'd been there three times and lost. You know, 76, 77, 78, lost. And then it looked like they were going to lose again. And who knows if they hadn't won that year, what would have happened? I mean, teams didn't get broken up then like they do now. But, um, and I agree with them about I had to do a story a long time ago on potential Hall of Famers from that. I think Larry Boa should be considered for the Hall of Fame, just as I think Dave Concepcion should, because if you look at his numbers when he retired, yeah. not now. No. When he retired, 2,000 hits for a guy that couldn't hit anything when he came up and one of the best fielding shortstops ever to play the game. um, And a leader, you know. And Bob Boone, the thing I think about Bob Boone is – You'd be putting him more in for longevity, mm-hmm. for having stuck. And I'm not sure that's a reason why you get into the Hall of Fame. To me, you have to be one of the best players at your position for like a I'm, decade. I'll make the
0: argument that both are better candidates than Harold Baines, who got in this year,
1: right? And, and now I've had actually people point out the good things about Harold Baines. I'll, I'll give them that. You, you know, they can make the case. I wouldn't make the case, but because once again, a guy who just played a long time, right? And I don't think. To me, Larry Boa and Dave Concepcion in the 70s -hmm. were the two best shortstops in baseball until Ozzy Smith came along and did the acrobatics and all that. And to me, if you're two of the best shortstops in the majors for a decade, you know, if they did an all-70s team... They would have been in it. And to me, you should then be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But, you know, he's never going to get in. But Dave Concepcion's even a little bit stranger to me. The team that he played on.
0: I, I, and, and you know before we get into our, our our picks of the week both college and pro um back on
1: baseball he's right the game is just tough is. to watch well, why do you think the numbers can nine go in? nine pitchers today for the Phillies nine and that's September baseball because you have you know 13 pitchers or whatever you have they, I was listening and your to, starter
0: went to the sixth. but I was
1: listening to a New York <laughs> station today and they were talking the same thing about the Yankees yeah that they're just you know that they got all these arms you're going to throw them and Game has changed. Look, every game has changed. The football that's played now is not the football that was played in the seventies or the eighties. It is not. It's a totally no different game. Basketball has changed. Um, hockey. Every sport evolves. It changes. Um, you go through different periods. You know, people aren't going to score the points that Wayne Gretzky's team scored in the eighties. Just doesn't happen like that. But um, baseball is eventually. I, I don't know if enough people turn off. I, do people want to see home runs like that? I, I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but to me, it cheapens it. It does. You know, when Mike Schmidt hit 40, 48, it was, right? Yeah, in the 80. That was like hitting 55 or 60. You know, um, now people just look at it and say, oh, Mike hit 48.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is the time. Mike went 2-1 and one last week in college football. I went 1-2. and two. It is time for our gambling segment. And, yes, I brought Billy Joel in. All right, so never, this, it's never easy money. It's though. never easy money, and uh, Mike, since you went first I last got week,
1: I got like 150. I'm going to throw a lot of stuff at you. Okay, and not all of them might be. I'm going to give you a couple that confuse me. I saw the line on Syracuse Marlin. Syracuse is pretty good last year. Mm-hmm. Been pretty good for about a year and a half now. They they're going to Marlin. Marlin's a two point favorite, and everybody seems to like Marlin. I at first glance liked Syracuse. But I'll give everybody their credit. Now, Syracuse has Clemson next. Who knows? Maybe they're I don't know. So I'll stay fresh away. off
0: the Liberty win.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I'll stay away from that. Um, but if but my initial reaction was Syracuse. Okay. So last week, Missouri got beaten at home by Wyoming in yep. a game they were winning pretty big. And now they're fourteen point favorites over West Virginia, who stinks. I mean, the over-under in West Virginia is like three and a half or no, four. No
0: more Dana Hogerson. Uh, yeah. uh,
1: well, he went to Houston. Houston, yeah. I'm going to take the Mizzou's because I think they're going to score a lot of points in that game. They're home. They'll probably – yeah, they could go one of two ways. They could just lay down and be dogs or they could come back. I think they're going to win by more than two touchdowns. So, and here's another game I looked at. I saw Nebraska-Colorado. Nebraska is a team that people talk about could win the, the Big uh, Ten West – Right. Colorado, not all that. You know, probably fighting to get in a bowl game, whatever. And Nebraska's laying four. And I understand there's a lot of pressure on now because you're you're trying to grow up a lot in a year. And Colorado apparently has like a 52% chance to win the game according to that FBI thing or whatever. I, at first glance, would have taken Nebraska. Maybe I'm nuts. But, you know, I'll, I'll leave it to everybody else who tells me that Colorado should be favored. Okay. Here's a game I like, and I'm not sure if I'm right or wrong again, Texas is getting a touchdown at home against LSU. They're both ranked in the top 10. Mm -hmm. LSU's an SEC team. I know they're good. LSU always seems like their team goes nine and three. You know, loses to Bama, loses to somebody else. Texas was pretty hot at the end of last year. They got a little cocky. They they beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl, but Georgia didn't care. Georgia didn't want to be in that game. I'm going to take Texas into seven points at home. I just think I think they got a chance to win the game outright. Um,
0: it's the biggest game in Texas for a long, long time. Long time.
1: And LSU doesn't... LSU's not the kind of team that will sc- score a ton of points, usually. Right. Um, so, I, w- I would take them. Now, here's another game I think is interesting.
0: So, you're up to how many games now?
1: I, well, I, the two I would take would be Missouri, and I would take Texas. The other two I liked... I guess I would take Nebraska. Go ahead. Um, what, yeah, this... Well, there's actually... I'll, I'll stay away from that When I thought... It was interesting. Miami's a five-point favorite at North Carolina. Carolina coming off a win that they shouldn't have probably won. But USC and Stanford, USC's quarterbacks hurt, going for the season, whoever. And the game is, I think it's an over-under. It's like 45 with Stanford in the Coliseum. Right. I think I would take the under. Because Stanford doesn't, Stanford scored like 17 last week in, at home against Northwestern. I'm guessing that season. So I'd throw an over-under. Now I'm going to give you a teaser. I bet this. Oh
0: no. Well, teasers are sucker bets. They are the sucker
1: bets. That's why I like them, because I'm a sucker. <laughs> UCLA is giving eight at home to San Diego State. They've never lost to San Diego State. Chip Kelly's team did not look good last week at Cincy. Mm-hmm. I can tease it down to two. They got to win this game, don't they? I mean, they're playing San Diego. I'm not State. tipping my
0: hand because I have them listed.
1: Okay, fine. And I'm going to throw them in mm-hmm. with one of the teams I took last week. Kansas. Is giving seven and a half to Coastal Carolina, which is a good FCS team. I think that the White Hat is going to be two and 0 oh. I'm just not sure he'll cover the seven and a half, but I think he's going to win the game.
0: All right.
1: And that's my sucker.
0: Those are your college sucker play. college plays. We'll get to the NFL in a second here. Uh, let me give you my college plays. I'm going to start with Chip Kelly, and the line is seven and a half right now.
1: Okay. I had eight, but yeah. yeah. Oh, I got one other, but you give your. Go ahead. Serve. No, no, no. Go ahead. Tennessee, which lost last week to like Georgia State or somebody at home after blue, the Phil Fulmer game, yes, they're giving three to BYU at home. I'm gonna take them, and BYU's not bad. BYU's okay. BYU
0: played okay against Utah. Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. And
1: I'm gonna take the Tennessees because I like teams coming off that embarrassing.
0: You're big on bounce back.
1: I am maybe to a fault.
0: All right, I, I'll be honest. I thought this week's college football schedule, especially because you have some big names that are off this week mm-hmm. with the buys, so I'm not in love with this week's college football schedule, but I took the three that I like. And I like UCLA laying seven and a half at home against San Diego State. And kind of for the rationale you have, Chip Kelly really needs this game. Like, Chip went only had three wins last year. I know San Diego State's not a bad They're program. Good. But this just, you know, after being on the road last week, they actually, I thought, in the second half played decent. They were a turnover away from perhaps winning the game. I think they lost see, by 10. I can 10. see
1: UCLA winning this game by, like, four. That's why I went the teaser route. Right. But you could be right. They Maybe they win right. by two, three touchdowns. Yeah,
0: I, I just think this is Chip the type of... Chip needs to win by... Chip doesn't... needs to win a game at I mean, this if he wins like this that.
1: game by a field goal people when They're not, not going to be happy. No. I
0: know UCLA, you know... And Dave, nobody
1: cares about UCLA uh, Yeah, football. Dave, Dave said that right. last He's week. Right. He is
0: right. So I'm going to take UCLA. I'll lay the seven and a half out of desperation uh, for the Bruins. I'm going to take Syracuse. And I'll take the so two. do you
1: agree with me? I mean, like, am I looking at that wrong? I
0: have no idea how Maryland is a favorite in this game, except they're at home.
1: Well, it's a, I mean, people think they have a chance to be decent this year.
0: I understand I Syracuse, it. though, was a good football team last year. Yeah. And so, yeah. Okay. They played Liberty. They didn't play well against Liberty. No. You know, Liberty inspired they by lost
1: some people. They, they, right. Yeah. Liberty. And they, and they do have Clemson next week.
0: Yeah. Liberty inspired by Hugh freeze laying in a hospital bed upstairs in the press box.
1: What? A, I still have trouble wrapping myself around the fact that this is an ACC game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well,
1: no, well, it's, stop, it's not no, no, an no, ACC because no, no, Maryland's, Maryland's in the, in big, the ten. big 10. The heck am I? I can't keep them straight.
0: Um, I, I'll just take, I'll just take I'll just take Syracuse on that one. Just this is a I've seen Maryland stink for so long that I can't really trust them in this spot. And you are you're not in a position you should be laying money against sometimes the, laying points against a team that was told you 20.
1: I heard, heard that. that. So I, maybe this is one of those games where it's trying to tell me to play Maryland. I don't. That's why I stayed away.
0: And this is one I know Kern's going to revolt on. I like Texas A&M getting 16 and a half at Clemson. I think this is going to be a good football I, game. I thought I, about
1: I thought about this game. I really did. Last year, the game was very close. Yes. College Station. Sometimes. I'll put it this way. I never bet against Clemson or Bama. You know, unless maybe Bama's playing Georgia. Or, you know, and that doesn't mean they're going to cover every game. Doesn't necessarily. But that's just me. Um, Clemson is so good. Mm-hmm. If they play, and it's not just the quarterback. I mean, there's there's other parts. If you put a gun to my head, I probably would take Texas A&M with you. But I just, I, I just hate the fact. I don't think Texas A&M can win the game. Well, so I, and I'm basically I, betting that they're going to stay close, which, which is, you know, they are the number twelve, 12 team, team in the country. country, and that's what I think. That's maybe sometimes my I think reaction. that lures us in, though. Like, it's like, we'll sit there and go, well, it's the one versus the 12. I got to take the 16, which makes sense. I'm not, or, but I think Clemson. Yeah, you're
0: talking two touchdowns and uh, two two-point conversions. the fact
1: that it was close last year. It's I a think, little scary. It, it, all I'm saying is I think Cle, it will have Clemson's attention. Now, Clemson has Syracuse the week after. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, I think Clemson doesn't look past that. I think Clemson looks, you know, when you're but number the, one.
0: But the one thing, and I, I God help me for saying this, Calvin Coward mentioned this, and he's right. Last year, Clemson won. I know they have Lawrence, and he's really good. But they won a lot of their games because their defense defense
1: was, was great. Great. Yeah, they've lost. They've lost people,
0: and, and, and it's one week. And Georgia Tech's not conventional. No, Georgia Tech is is not good. But their defense, Georgia Tech did move the football last week, and mm-hmm. I think Texas A and M is going to be able to move the football against them. Do I think they're going to win?
1: Was that game at Georgia Tech last week? No, was it? it was in Clemson. It was in Clemson. Okay. okay.
0: Do I think Clemson wins the game? Yes.
1: Yeah, but I think it could be, uh, I could,
0: seven to ten, sure, probably in that range. I, I would take A&M. It's a night game
1: too, isn't it? It's a three thirty game. Three thirty, that's better for you.
0: And I also believe, I think Jimbo, Jimbo's teams have won eight in a row coming in.
1: They might have
0: since they lost to Alabama last year. So they, they're Jimbo's a good coach. Jimbo's a really good coach, and you're seeing that, yeah, at Florida State right now
1: because Willie Taggart's well, no, not. He, no, he's just a bozo, but. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing with Clemson is, whenever you get Clemson or Bama, you have to hope that they just don't have that night. Because if they do, Clemson could probably beat you know some teams in the NFL. I mean, and uh, they can't. But, I mean, they're that good. Clemson and Alabama are so good. And Georgia's yep. close to that. Mm-hmm. Georgia's right in that thing. But and did you see the Clemson running back last week? Oh,
0: my A- God. A- it's A-T-N. For, yeah.
1: Forget. I mean, the quarterback is obviously re- going to be the first draft pick A-T-N. probably next year. But that guy is, and and this is the way I feel about Alabama and Clemson. Alabama's lost two linebackers already, okay? Mm -hmm. And one guy supposedly was like maybe the best linebacker in the land. Right. The other guys they have are waiting to be that guy. I'm sure that while Clemson sent like three guys in the first round of the NFL, I am sure the guys that they're playing now were five-star recruits. (laughs) So I always take that with a little bit with a grain of salt. You know How many teams can afford to have their quarterback tra- like sit their starting quarterback after the fifth game and bring a freshman, freshman in, in and win a national title?
0: Uh, all right, so that's our college picks. My three, Mike has more. Uh, My three, uh, Syrac- uh, Syracuse getting two at Maryland, UCLA at home laying seven and a half, and I'll take Texas AM. 16 and a half point dogs
1: at Clemson. I gave you the teaser. I gave you the over/under, but my, but my I guess, my three bets would be Texas getting a touchdown, um, Missouri laying fourteen, and Tennessee laying three and a half.
0: All right, to BYU. so on to the NFL.
1: On to the NFL, where they play
0: for, for pay. pay. <laughs> and I'll start this off. Uh, and go We'll go it. we'll go back and forth, okay, with our games
1: I, I might have a teaser in the NFL, too. Okay,
0: we'll go back and forth with no, our No, no, you,
1: no. You give yours and then I'll go mine. Right. All
0: right. Uh, leading off.
1: And should we warn everybody that week one. Week one you is. You never is really know for sure. No, but. when you think you do.
0: As I say this, I have three favorites I'm going to take. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take the Jets at home getting a uh, lane 3 over the bills.
1: Okay. That's one of my picks. Okay. Yeah. Now the bills play them tough. You, historically, you know they don't play again until week 16. Yeah. It's I, a bookend schedule. You just I think I'm not sold that the Jets are going to be like a 10-win team this year. I think they're going to be better. They got Bell. They almost have to win this game, don't they? Yeah. You can't lose to Buffalo at home in week 1 and expect to to be that 9-win team or something. I think. Look,
0: you have Le'Veon Bell, you have Sam Darnold. I thought the defense their
1: defense is a little banged up. Was a
0: little banged up, but it I is. think that I have a. Tr- I just have trouble seeing the Bills scoring a ton.
1: The, the Jets' defense. Josh lost, Allen. The Jets' defense has lost a couple starters. I mean, I listen to New York radio enough to know that they're concerned about some of the guys they've lost. Yeah. And Josh Allen can scramble and run. I just think the Jets, you know. I think the Jets are going to score enough to cover the three. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell, I think, is going to have a big game. Um, Darnold's probably going to have a, a pretty good game. You know, maybe like 27-17, something like that. I don't know.
0: But I'll lay the three. I see 24-14 somewhere in there. I'll lay, I'll lay, 14, I'll lay the three, I'll lay three, and I like the that Jets. That
1: means the Jets got no shot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's next? What do we got next?
0: As I change the music. I'll take the Rams on the road. Laying two and a half at the Fighting Cam Newtons at Carolina. Okay, I think everybody th- feels that a team that wins a Super Bowl has a hangover, and I, I think they, they are that loses in the, Super Bowl. Or they lose it in the Super Bowl. They do has a hangover. They do. There's no doubt in my mind about that. And I think the Rams eventually, because I think the division's a little better. You know, if you have Garoppolo there all sure. year, it's going to be a different team in San Francisco. I think Seattle, obviously, now that you put Clowney into the mix, they're going to be better. The Rams are going to have a tough slot. I don't think traveling cross-country week one is going to be that big a deal for the Rams. I think that this is a team that had its pride beat up a little bit. You're going to have Todd Gurley as healthy as he's going to be all season. Jared Goff just got the contract extension. I want to see how Cam Newton, how healthy Cam Newton is after he got banged up in that New England
1: preseason game. This was a game This I,
0: just feels like the Rams in a good this spot. This
1: was a game I would have taken too. I mean I considered it. Um because I'm just not sure which Carolina team shows up. I, I like your reasoning. I'd go with that.
0: Okay. My last of the official picks, and we'll give an Eagles pick I'll give an Eagles pick at the end here too, at after Mike's done, because we'll talk about the Eagles Redskin game. I like the Vikings at US Bank Stadium, late a four over the Atlanta Falcons. Everybody is hot on Matt Ryan. Everybody's hot. One, you got to tell me if Julio Jones is.
1: This game's in Minnesota? It's in Minnesota. Okay, because Atlanta hosts the Eagles the following following
0: week. week. Everybody's hot on Julio Jones. Yeah, one, you don't know if Julio Jones is going to be there. He could be holding out. There's a contract talks and everything. There's a a likelihood he's going to be there. I still think that if you're Minnesota and you've come off a disappointing year like you had last year and you still have, you know, Thielen and Diggs. Well, that's a game they got to win. Yeah. You have to. Dalvin win. Cook will be there. Yeah. No, you have to win. You have to win. win, win Kirk Cousins, fans? I think, can throw against the Atlanta defense.
1: Atlanta is one of those teams I'm never, ever sure about. Because I, 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 they, they can be really good and they can be really, yeah. But I like your three picks. I mean, I, I, could, I, I would probably go that way in the three games. It bothers me that it's more in a field goal. But you know. and,
0: and the one thing with the Vikings-Falcon game, this feels like a game that the loser has it start the... Like, if you're Atlanta and you lose that game, which I think they're going to, boy, the urgency to end the beat the Eagles the following week becomes huge. Yeah, I but mean, they'll,
1: they'll be... they'll
0: Because in they neither might, one of those divisions, you can right. fall behind.
1: Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people think they're going to beat the Eagles in that second game. So, uh, we'll see. All right. yeah, I could I live with your three. Your three. And that's probably bad for or you. your group. Well, I got the Jets. That that was one of them. Uh, I like the San Franciscos at the Tampa Bay's, giving one. And I, look, I love Bruce Arians. I don't think Tampa Bay is very good. Now he might make Jameis Winston better. He probably will because he does that. Maybe I'm asking too much of the 49ers traveling across. It's probably going to be hot in Tampa. Yeah, maybe I should rethink that. But I, I just I think San Francisco is going to be one of those teams that's going to have a, a much better year because of, if Garoppolo stays up, right, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win this game, but I just think I like them. And, may, and, maybe, and I actually, I and considered
0: t- that one too.
1: Yeah, I mean, the first week I'm always like, I'm just, I, I
0: always worry about a quarterback coming off an injury that pretty much cost this season last year. That's my only fear with Garoppolo.
1: And, and you might be right. i trying to think what, oh, I, I, I think what my other one was, because I wrote so many things on here, Browns giving five and a half to the Tennessee's. Boy, they are the chic pick right now. Oh, no, I, I'm not buying into the Browns or going to the Super Bowl or the Browns are even necessarily winning that division. I, I don't, but I don't think Tennessee's all that much. No. I mean, I think they're okay. They're, you know, you know they, they, and they usually do play tight. I just think the Browns are going to be so pumped for that game. Now, maybe it'll it's be in o- Cleveland. Maybe it'll be over pumped. You know, maybe that'll work against them. Mm-hmm. But I, I, again, I don't see them losing that game. You know, I mean, when you take teams on the road, like San Francisco could lose to Tampa Bay, it nobody would be shocked. It's no a pick'em game in Tampa, zone. but I, I'm going to take the Browns.
0: And you want the trap game this weekend? And it's not going to be part of my official picks.
1: It can't be a trap game because they haven't. They no, the but but, but like I
0: think for a gambler, a trap game is everybody is saying looking at all the chaos with the Raiders. Okay, and oh my God, Antonio Brown's probably not going to be there and everything and hard knocks and that. Would it stun you at the Brown- if the Raiders went out and beat the Broncos this no, weekend the Broncos on Monday stink. night?
1: No, but that's not a trap game.
0: Well, it's a pick'em right now. So, no, but a
1: trap game is when you have a game, a game, and a game, and I'm like talking if the Eagles played the Dallas, you know, some crummy team, and then the well, Rams. for a
0: gambler's trap game, is what I'm talking about.
1: No, you're, you're, a uh, trap game means it's a game sandwiched between two games where you think this team should beat this team. Because the other two games that they played were more meaningful. You know, like Clemson plays Texas A&M and plays Florida Florida with the old Florida State. Right. And then gets like Wake Forest in between. That's a trap game. That's, but anyway, I digress. All right. Now, if you're into teasers. Yes. There's about three teams. I like to take teams that are given like a touchdown to get them down to where they just have to win. One of those teams would be the Ravens at Miami. I'm not hot, like I don't think the Ravens are world beaters. They're giving six and a half. Miami stinks.
0: Yeah, I mean, Miami
1: a has a chance to go like two and fourteen.
0: Oh, I think you're being generous.
1: Well, I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, know, I know. They're, they're, but, and you know, maybe I'm I'm naive about the Ravens or whatever. I'm not in love with their quarterback, but he did play well this year. So you could tease them down. You could tease the Chargers down at home, mm-hmm. giving six and a half to Indianapolis. Now, maybe Indy surprises me. I just don't see how you go from Andrew Luck to Brissett against a team that has Super Bowl aspirations in San Diego. Why do I keep calling them San Diego? LA. And another one that I would look at, so you only have to take two if you want to, is the Cowboys against the Giants, given seven.
0: Make that an even, like a, basically a one. They got to basically
1: win the game. The Giants aren't that good. No. And Dallas, I'm going to guess, on Sunday night game is that the Sunday? Night it's the
0: Sunday late afternoon game. Four twenty five. I'm gonna
1: guess they're going to be pretty ready to go. Yep. So anyway,
0: um, all right. So that's the our official NFL picks. We neither one of us picked the Eagles this week.
1: And I don't pick the Eagles often. No, I just try to stay away from that. The already. point spread is ten. Although I did give you the over nine and a half wins. I would right. I I would right. say that.
0: Do you have a number for how many total wins?
1: My number, not going game by game or looking, at, would be eleven. Because I don't think they can go worse than four and two in the division. I, I, if they split with the Cowboys and lost one of the other games, which can happen, in the, they could go five and one in the division. Or, or oh, I think that's probably the most. Uh, that's but the probably. worst they can do is right. go four and two. If they go three and three in their division, something's wrong. Because the Giants and the Redskins just aren't that good, and when they play them late, they might not care.
0: Yeah. For all th- I that know.
1: that let you know they
0: may go 3-3 three three only because yeah. the Giants may not matter that last week.
1: I think when you say 11 wins, you're basically saying they could win 10, 11 or 12. That's pretty much what you're saying. You know, I'm just throwing that out there is an 11 and 5 number. I don't know if that's good enough to get them the home field. I prob- maybe not. It's good enough to win them the division, I think. Yeah. Um you know, and if so if you're the number 2 seed, you know, Maybe the three seed. I mean, I think the two. I think you can live with the two seed.
0: Yeah. Look, I, 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 I'm not in love ever with laying double figures in in points in the NFL. But the Redskins' offense is awful. The defense could be really. It could be decent. But Adrian Peterson's going to be their main running back. Case Keenum is going to start at quarterback. Jordan Hall is Adrian not going to be still 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 in the league.
1: No, he's still the running back. Yeah, so that's, that's, Jordan.
0: Uh, Jordan Reed, rather. I said Jordan Hall. Jordan from, Reed's really good. Jordan Reed, place. but he's got another concussion. It's a yeah. Um
1: I, I hate laying double digits in division games, but I don't think I could take the Redskins. No. I, you know, I agree. And and, and and I always lean more towards favorites, I, and that's probably why I lose more, because I'm just that kind of person. And, and I know there's a lot of times where I like my underdogs to have a chance to win the game. If this was in Washington... And the Eagles were giving seven.
0: I would, I would I'd consider. Be,
1: I, I, yeah. I then, I, you know, I don't know. But the, should the Eagles win the game? Absolutely, they shouldn't lose. Could I they mean, blow them out? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, look, Wentz could come out and play horrible. Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to. But he hasn't played in, you know, in a while. Uh, I, I see. I don't know. I, I can see the Eagles like thirty-one, thirty-four, fourteen. You want like that?
0: You want it? You know, I know you didn't want to go week by week. I looked at the week by week, and I could see the Eagles being four and three after week seven.
1: Well, they could definitely lose at the Falcons. Yeah, and they could lose at Green Bay. Green
0: Bay, and they have at Minnesota.
1: That's the fifth game.
0: That's the sixth game. Here you go. Uh, I'll run it down quick. Redskins. Yeah. Falcons. Lions. Lions at Packers on a short week.
1: Right.
0: Jets at home. Right. At the Vikings. Right. uh, At the Cowboys. Yeah, then at Buffalo? But after that, it gets much easier at Buffalo.
1: Right. But if I if I bet the over nine and a half, I could be sitting there after six games saying, "Ah, sweating." Well, not sweat. I mean, because it does get easier. Yeah, but a- at Buffalo. But I be- don't think they're going to lose all of those games. No, like they, they, you know, I mean, at Atlanta, yeah, they'll be a slight favorite. Atlanta, I'm going to guess they'll be like a, uh, Fugle. Yeah, because it's Atlanta. Packers. They might be the dog. Be you know it probably it's, be the dog in Minnesota, slight dog,
0: slight dog in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, I mean, depend, well, if the Eagles are four and zero at that point, yeah, they might not be. um Could be a slight dog at Dallas or pick or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. um what was the other one? There was another one. Well,
0: there. then they go to Buffalo. That's yeah. a they'll be a favorite they'll there. Be a favorite, yeah. the Bears
1: at home, they'll be a favorite, not a big favorite, but they'll be a favorite.
0: New England after the bye.
1: God, why did I take that's at over home nine and a half? Their schedule. Somebody, somebody Hold told on. me. Somebody told me they have like the, eat, the one, third
0: easiest schedule.
1: How do they have the third easiest schedule? You just Let told me. me New England, Minnesota on the road, Packers on the road. No, New England's at home. New England's at home, okay, but it's New England. Um, Minnesota on the road, Packers on the road, Falcons on the road. Right. That's you know
0: okay. Seattle at home.
1: Okay, but that's not. No. A gimme win, but yeah, you, here's where here's where it could take. I know the last month is easy. at Miami, right?
0: Giants at home, right? At Washington, right? Dallas at home, right? Giants at home. So if Giants the, if the
1: Eagles get out to six and two. They got a real good chance to win like thirteen games. and three. So, well, I'd say twelve. I mean, I, but you're right. right. They, they well then you're then you're going for the number one seed. Yeah, then you're saying okay.
0: And I think in the NFC, it is imperative yeah. to get the number one seed. Well.
1: You can go on the road and win a title. I'm with Howard. You can go on the road and win a game, okay? I don't think you can go on the road and win two games. You can't be, you know. The Packers want to want a title. I know as a wild card, winning three games on the road, mm-hmm. it's very, very, very unlikely. Um, but yeah, I mean, if the Eagles get off to that good start, um, yeah, I mean that, that's something to look at. If you. I mean, two years ago, they don't win the Super Bowl.
0: Oh, if they have to go to Minnesota or Atlanta, yeah.
1: Well, you know, I shouldn't say that because they beat Minnesota so badly. But the Falcon game, I don't think they would have won that. That's just me. They shouldn't have won it anyway. No, but they did, and then they, you know, and then everything else. Then away the they went. Then away they went. But yeah, you want not I mean, and look, New England went to Kansas City last year mm-hmm. and won a game, but they're New England. You know, that that's that. That was a hard thing to do. What they did, yep. um, and and. Los Angeles went. I mean, of course, they got the call. But they still won the game. What? Well... What about Penn State? You got a thought on Penn State? It's Buffalo.
0: What's the line? 30. They'll cover. I I, I, thought, that, that, I thought that was a disgrace. What?
1: There's, a, there's a big difference between Buffalo and, and... Idaho. Idaho. And I'm not saying that's enough, but I think if... I wouldn't play the game. I, I, think, I think... I might lean towards... Buffalo was good last year. Now, I don't I know. know if they're... Penn State's not going to go out every game and win sixty to seven, even I, when they're playing the bad teams.
0: But I mean. here's the thing: I think James will. James has no mercy.
1: Okay, but, that, but he hasn't always. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, like if
0: James gets a shot to go cover thirty, he's going to go cover thirty.
1: I hear you. Um, and maybe they do. Maybe they put up another fifty or something. I, you know, and then he get pit the week after that.
0: Yeah. Did you do the Labor Day meatballs and all that? Yeah, or I did. How was it?
1: They were very good. Very good? Very good. I, I got pretty good review. I thought I didn't make them that well. It was funny. I made them a little different this year. I baked them. Okay. Because I knew, Because when you're making a big, big batch, if you put them in, sometimes they can fall apart. I didn't want that to and Then I put pork chops and brajol beef and sausages in there, so it was like a stew. Um, but then, if they sat in the sauce for like a day and a half, they got pretty good. They, there wasn't many left tell you that I mean it was um and then I had babka, cuz I went down to my pierogi guy right and he gave me bopkas wow so i showed up with a with a cinnamon babka, the seinfeld episode remember the cinnamon I remember babka? and then uh, some other and people you know
0: come yeah, out you of nowhere ever know,
1: you ever notice when, when we go so, certain places like um saturday we it was a retirement party for my son's in-laws very mm-hmm. nice people there's always too many freaking desserts yeah there are and, like, and I felt bad bringing the babka because they had, like, a cheesecake. They had this cake. They had that cake. They had, but the babka was, like, the least calorie thing you could eat, yep. which is good. And I made a fruits. I also made a fruit salad. Um, but why do people, like, go over nuts on the, when everybody's trying On not, desserts. And, and everybody will say, oh, I, I you know, I don't, no, nah, I don't want to eat. Like, my friend brought this chocolate thing on, on Sunday. It was one of the best chocolate things I ever ate had like three different kind of chocolates in it like with the oh my god I had to go home and take like nine insulin shots it was, it was, <laughs> it was tremendous I can't believe the summer's over I really you know I, I can't I, I sit here all the time and say this but it's just and I love the summer so much and it's not over yet because we, we still have a month of you know
0: all the way through Irish weekend
1: yeah but it's just you're like where where did it go what yeah. where, you know it seems like I, I mean I was in New Orleans New Orleans two months ago yeah yeah, July, August. No, July, August. Three months ago, almost. Oh my god.
0: Well, anything planned for Sunday? Hey, how'd you
1: do with your porch? With your, uh...
0: it's still there. Okay. <laughs> the pl- the rain forecast kind of hurt it. It was super humid too. So uh, we're hey, going. By the
1: way, I have some friends in Myrtle Beach who are, and I know yeah. Myrtle Beach got spared, kinda. Florida well, got spared a lot, and but still, a lot of people. Are, and and I know people down there who are actually putting sandbags around their house to stop the water. I know people in Charleston. So my thoughts go out to those people. I mean, the pictures from the Bahamas were just. We're you
0: know, glad. We're actually glad. I, as I was on my Facebook here, uh, our buddy Mark Eckel has marked himself safe from oh, Hurricane Oh, good. Dora. That's right. Mark's down there. Mark's down there full time.
1: That's so. that is correct. He, I mean. Every time I think about, and we've thought about retiring down there because we love Myrtle Beach. This
0: is one of the problems. I
1: was down there, and this mm-hmm. happened. I know I would look at my wife and say, eh. you know, God bless them.
0: Um So, any big plans for the weekend watching football? Do, you do Well, a actually,
1: the funny thing is I'm playing golf on Sunday with um, a couple of people I haven't played golf with in a long time down the shore. So, I will probably miss a lot of the Eagles game. Wow. I, I may... Um, but I don't think it's going to be a game. Be a game. Yeah, I, mean, I hear you. It does, you know, you know watch the Falcons will be interesting. The Packers will be interesting. That stretch of games. That Thursday go, night game, yeah. They, they, there's games, that, will, but there's some good I mean, they can't lose to the Lions at home. Or the Jets. Or, well, I mean, the Jets are better. But, I mean, if you're the team that you think you are, and every good team, even a good team, loses. The Patriots, I think, lost last year a game. Right. You know, it happens. But if you want to be that team...
0: You've really, got to win.
1: you got to kind of take care of business.
0: Um, thank you for listening. We uh, we should point out that the podcast is now available on iTunes Podcast in the iTunes Store. So every... Which of course, you know it means nothing to me. Yes, it means nothing to you, but it is in iTunes, so you can uh, click on uh, and, and you subscribe.
1: Said did, you, you said we did much better last week, right? When yeah. David, David, David,
0: David, brought, uh, David brought some attention, and... Uh, Please leave a review. We appreciate it if you do. Five stars would be awesome. Uh, pass got- the word around. And, of course, if you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, please hook me, hook me up on Twitter. At Kevin Cooney is the...
1: there be a cheesesteak in it for you or something. Yeah, there or, might or be. A, and and we're, we got, what, we and, might have Angelo at some point. Well, actually, in the
0: next couple of weeks, so we reach out to Merrill Reese. Merrill will be glad to be on the show. So we're going to set up a date for uh, Merrill. We're going to... Set up a date for Angelo. Eddie Bark said he will. Eddie Barkowitz I'm is going to be on. I'm try
1: to get uh, Bob Vitrone. Boop. Yeah, we'll we'll get Boop. Him.
0: We'll get Boop on. We'll get a couple. A big part
1: of that betters insider thing that we're trying to make. We'll work.
0: continue like because we're looking at doing two a week. One may end up being n- other than football yeah. stuff. We're in football season, but there is other stuff going on.
1: And feel free to um, reach out to us if you have any ideas that you think might make it more palatable, listenable to. <laughs> Or whatever. And there may be weeks we only do one because you know schedules. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm old. I might just get tired. Yeah, it happens.
0: But we're gonna we're gonna try to. Uh, and every week we'll definitely give our picks. I, you know, it's fun. Okay. It's for amusement only. Got
1: a quick, quick. Oh, oh please,
0: please don't. Sp-
1: Even though I do things on betters inside and I warn people all the time. I say, I say, please tread lightly. Yeah. Just tread lightly. Um. What if the Eagles lose this week? Oh, panic. Right. But, but I'm saying Week one is
0: the classic overreaction one. You know, there will be pounds.
1: I'll even go further. If they, let's say they win 2017, late field goal, whatever. People,
0: People will chalk it up. It's a division game, and but, it's also the they'll, first. But they will be but a little I, bit I of know concern. this town,
1: right. And, and if they then went to Atlanta and lost.
0: Yeah. Well, they didn't play well against Washington either.
1: Nah, I mean, it's just, and, and that's the one thing I don't like about it, but it's why we're here it's, talking. But it's just people are just, you got to enjoy the journey. That you 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 have to enjoy, you know. People for the year they won the Super Bowl, those first thirteen games were pretty cool. Yeah, they were, and we forget that because that all gets lost in the. I was
0: listening to the old podcast, and it was amazing. Like we kept saying,
1: "Look, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, but hey, enjoy the ride." And sure, sure enough, they won the Super um, Bowl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I even remember the game Carson got hurt, and and Foles came in and made that big pass. Yep. kind of. I mean, it, it it all. That that we could live another fifty years and never see that. Nope. You may see Super Bowls. We won't see that.
0: Thank you very much, Michael. Yeah, man. Thank you to everybody. Thanks to Howard Eskin for coming on. We will talk to you early next week here on Work on the Beat. Take care.